It's foul territory. Scotty Braun, AJ Pruszynski, and Eric Kratz announcing the Players' Choice Awards finalists. And we begin with the Rookie of the Year in the American League and in the National League. We'll run through each of these and we will discuss the finalists. Those finalists will be announced, one of them as winners, coming up in a few weeks. So, Rookie of the Year, let's go. Outstanding rookie, American League. High deep drive. That one headed way up there, way up there, and that ball should be gone. It is Tristan Casas with number 24. Oh boy. 3-2 gunner. High in the air to right field. Look out below. It's in 462 right. feet. Yeah, that's hit hard. Out to center. Carrying well. Duvall is back. It's gone! Josh Young! Hey, your options for AL Outstanding Rookie, Tristan Casas, Gunnar Anderson, and Josh Young. The players voted, and the winners will be announced soon. Finalists. Outstanding Rookie. National League. And Corbin Carroll might have it right here. Corbin Carroll! Corbin Carroll, Kodai Senga, and Spencer Steer, your NL Outstanding Rookie Candidates. Okay, so let's chat. Let's do it. What are we chatting? Which one? I'll give you a number of directions that you can go. You can point out some dudes. You can debate winners. And you can go AL or NL. Kratz is smiling, so you start. I'll take it nationally because that's hands down, easy, Corbin Carroll. And the fact that these these are the three finalists, the three that were voted by the players, these are the real awards. As we go through all these all all these awards, all these finalists, just understand that these year in and year out are the ones that the players are like, dude, this guy was ridiculous to play against. And I've been trying to bang the Spencer Steer drum since the All Star game when I thought he should have been an All Star. And Kodai Senga, he's did everything. I think there's just a little notch down because he's not like young in the professional ranks. But Corbin Carroll, what he's done, what he's done for the Diamondbacks in the playoffs so far, 25-50, ridiculous. Should be every every first place vote. Wow. Every first place vote. For Corbin Carroll? For Corbin I mean, Senga, listen, I, I know Senga deserves a little bit of votes here. Yeah, you, he deserves a lot of votes, a lot of second place votes. Okay, that's fine. No, Corbin, Car- Corbin Carroll should win this award, but Senga, listen, from what I talked to guys, that ghost fork was legit. That's right. Mm. But Corbin Carroll, in my mind, I mean, yeah, he's MVP candidate at, at some yeah, point. No, I agree. He's probably going to, when someone, he's got a chance to get win some votes MVP. there. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, and at some point, he's an MVP yeah. candidate, at least. Yeah, I want to talk about the AL, though, a little bit. Gunnar yeah. Henderson, Josh Young, Christian Cassis. Is there three better choices than these three? I mean, talk about nailing it. These three guys have been unbelievable. 
Uh, Tristan Cassis was top 10 in the OPS for most of the year at the end of the year, right? Josh Young, if he doesn't get hurt, he hits 30 and probably drives in 100. He probably wins it if he doesn't get hurt, am I right? It's close. It's, it's He's got a chance. Gunnar Henderson's got all the all the hype and all the accolades because he played for a team that led the league in wins and, and did play shortstop, a high-value defensive position. But, man, I, I mean, listen, Gunnar Henderson's going to win this award, but the other two guys, check them out. If you haven't looked at their numbers, especially Tristan Cassis and what he did in the second half of the year, these are three guys that we talked about MVP. All three of these guys have a chance in the future to be in the MVP discussion because of the numbers they put up their rookie year. I think I think these three guys, the way I look at them, I look at them, I say, yes, the players got it right, that these are the three guys. And yes, if the season was a different length, different person would win it. If this season was 200 games long, the way Tristan Casas was going from, I forget what game it was, like the 36th game of the season till now, he may overtake Gunnar Henderson. And at Josh Young, never gotten hurt, so his season was only like 120-some games long. Gunnar Henderson never gets into the position, not taking anything away from Gunnar Henderson. Unbelievable rookie year. He will win this, and he will will be rookie of the year. But had things gone a little bit differently, it's exciting to see where baseball is with three young dudes that absolutely bang. And my point here, before we move to the next category – just like Kratz said, these are the real awards. These are voted by the players. They nailed it so far. Oh, of course. On the finalists. So you always want to make sure, <clears throat> hey, people have opinions. They're critical when the writers do it, when the players do it, whatever. Nicely done. We'll see who wins out of those three finalists on each side. Now, let's roll in the comeback player of the year, starting with the American League. Finalists, comeback player, American League. That's a fastball called strike three, and Tyler Glasnow finishes with six straight strikeouts and ties his career high with 14. Brown trying to push him across that first strikeout, 3-2. There it is, save that baseball. He drills one, deep in the air to right field. Who's the comeback player of the year in the American League? Tyler Glasnow coming on strong after the Tommy John surgery, Liam Hendricks, or Ryan Hearn's a great, oh, Hearn is a great story for the Baltimore Orioles. National League side of this award. Finalist, comeback player, National League. Drilled center field, well struck. Solinski turns, looks, gone! Number 26. Home run. High drive, center field. Tavares on the move. Out of here! He's starting to swing it, folks. It's out to center field, pretty well hit. Going back, Solinski back to the wall. Gone! Home run, Bryce Harper! Cody Bellinger, Michael Conforto, or Bryce Harper on the National League Comeback Player of the Year side. And this one, I think, will have more debate to it than the uh, outstanding rookie topic. Also, I'd like to mention before we dive in, Tyler Glasnow is going to join us on this show coming up in about 20 minutes to talk about being a finalist for AL Comeback Player of the Year. So, Kratz, 
do you have thoughts? Do you have favorites? Also, see, for me, in the American League, it gets interesting because the story of Liam Hendricks is incredible. It has more to do with the story on his side, where for someone like Glasnow and, and O'Hearn, it's about the number improvement that they put together. Exactly right. I mean, I think Liam, listen, like everybody that's lived in this world knows cancer sucks. And like what he went through to be able to make it back, some would say, well, you know, he only had five appearances. There's a lot of people that don't make it back from cancer. So I feel like when you're talking about comeback player, like this kind of pales, baseball even pales in comparison to anything. So I think it's, I feel like this one's a slam dunk, not taking anything away from people who come back from Tommy John surgery or Ryan O'Hearn coming, you know, he started the season in the minor leagues. Like that's a great story, but I feel like Liam's Liam's slam dunk on this one here. Uh, bold prediction: When we bring on Tyler Glass now, he's going to say Liam deserves the award. <laughs> well, okay, <clears throat> so I'm not gonna. I'm not here to. Obviously, Liam. What, what Liam went through was amazing, and he came back and he pitched and all that. Now he has to have Tommy John, which is awful. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, the comeback player is a guy that missed like significant time, mm-hmm. right? And, and Liam, he missed some time, obviously. But mm-hmm. he, for me, the comeback is like you were out last year and now you're back. Okay. To me, the guy that fits that is Glass now. And, yeah. I, and I know we're having him on, but it, it's all about how you think about comeback player of the year. Like, obviously, Liam came back from cancer. Okay. It can't beat that. But it was also during the season. It wasn't like he missed time. He missed like a year or two, and then he came back. I mean, obviously awful. So happy he's back. I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying, okay, because I know how people are. But Glassdown missed all of last year, right? Came back and was really the Rays ace at the end, pitch game one, the whole deal, okay? Ryan O'Hearn, I mean, he played last year. He was just in the minor leagues. He had a great year. To, to me, like – Yeah, but some people might look at it as the, the numbers improvement. And in- I, I agree. Okay, again, I'm not – but what I'm saying to me, it's all about how you think about the award, mm-hmm. right? If you say comeback, well, what are you coming back from? Getting demoted? That happens to a lot of people, okay? He figured something out. He switched organizations. They unlocked something. Awesome for Ryan O'Hearn. Love the guy. Great guy, right? Liam Hendricks, cancer. Missed the first, what, two months or so, month and a half of this year because of it. Recovered, back pitching. Awesome, right? But Glassdown missed the whole year last year and came back. So that, that's why it, it just depends on it. Listen, who's going to win? Probably Liam Hendricks. But it all, again, goes by the wording. And the same thing in the National League. Bryce Harper, he played last year. In the, in the World in Series. The, <laughs> in the World Series. Right? I mean, Cody Bellinger played last year. He just didn't play very well. So what did he come back from? Being shitty? So I know who's winning Wait, it for you in the but, NL. And Conforto, but Conforto chose not to play last year. I don't think any of them were good candidates. Well, he was hurt, Conforto. Yeah, but he had offers, and he's like, no, I'm going to take the year off. Yes. Yeah, but were the offers – so the offers I don't were know. to play or the offers were, hey, let's see how you do on rehab, and then you'll come back the next year. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But teams do that, though. They sign guys for two years. Yes. Knowing that, that they're hurt. The especially then, pitchers was with it, Tommy John. Yeah, I mean, Conforto was recovering last year. I, I know, but he, he had offers. I remember everything you talked to, he had offers. The whole deal. I know so, what you're saying. So my question is, because you guys are players, right? If you were voting for this list, who would you pick? Which one? Of the finalists for the National League. Uh, Conforto, I guess. Based I'm going, on coming back from injury? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Harper. Your, your Harper, big thing is. They missed time. Harper, okay, I got Harper was hurt. Back. 
but he played in the World Series last year and was hitting bombs. Like, he hit a bomb to send him to the World Series last year. Cody Bellinger was on the Dodgers last year. He wasn't very good, but now he comes back, switches organizations. He's healthy. I know that. And Scott Boris has said, you know, his front shoulder was messed up. He comes back, had an awesome year. He's going to get paid this offseason. But he came back from again from being not good. Right. It just depends how you. It depends on how you want to look at it. It's all about the wording, right? Yes. The small print, whatever you want to call. There's it. guys on this list that if they kept doing what they were doing, they weren't going to be in the league anymore. And then they come back. That's right. What a comeback. Okay. But that to me, to me, like Bellinger, Harper, O'Hearn. That's more like, or more like Bellinger and O'Hearn. That's like most improved. Like they improved from last year. Comeback. I think of. Like AJ said, somebody misses the year. You know, my mind goes to like Daniel Bard. Like that's a comeback story. You were out of the game. You're saying I'm, last I'm, year then for Daniel Bard when he came back? Uh, I think it was two years ago they came back. Didn't he come back and? In... He came back last year. Last year was his first year back. I think so. I, I get what you're saying. It's not. Anyway. My point is, it's not for this year. But yes, I get correct. What correct. So I think like Cody out of that list though from the National League, I would say. I have to go with – it doesn't really even fit my criteria. So, I guess, you know, Conforto. But on that list, he had, you know, probably – depending on how devastating. If you know – and this is where the players voting is so important to look at. Like, if you know this dude's shoulder was shredded and he came back from that and he couldn't play last year, yes, you got back on a big league field and you were a positive player, that is a – that is a comeback player of that list. Okay, fair. And also, just to clarify for myself, Bart actually came back in 2020. Yeah, I was going to say, been I since thought it was 2013. Yeah, well, yeah. time flies. He came back from the yips. All right, next award. Uh, the Kurt Flood Award will be given to a former player, living or deceased, who, in the image of Flood, demonstrated a selfless, long-time devotion to the Players Association and advancement of players' rights. So there are your finalists, Phil Bradley and... Scott Sanderson, who had a standout career at Vanderbilt, was picked in the third round of the draft. Um, and Phil Bradley, who uh, who played in the bigs for eight seasons. So a little more information on those two there. And you can look through um, to learn more about those two. Also, Bradley was a volunteer assistant coach at the University of Missouri for their softball team. And he's currently a special assistant to the executive director over at the uh, Players Association. All right. Better football player than I heard, though. Phil Bradley. Than baseball? It's a rumor. Every time I see Phil Bradley, he always wants to talk college football. Allegedly, he was a better college football player than he was a baseball player. But mm. he made the right choice. Did he? Maybe he would have been yes. a football star. Uh, yeah, but now he's... <laughs> now he's... he's got a good gig. Yes. Now he's All right. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Your outstanding player... Of the year, we have a AL list and an NL list candidates for AL Outstanding Player of the Year. Finalists: Outstanding Player, American League. There's a And a shot into right. Hernandez will go back. That ball is going to go. Home run of the Rays win. Go after the first pitch and hits a towering shot. Way out to right. It is gone. 33rd of the year for Corey Seager. 
Yandi Diaz, Shohei Otani, Corey Seager on the AL Outstanding Player Finalist list. And for Shohei, it's only position player side. So AKA DH is what you're voting on there. There's a separate pitching award. Finalists, Outstanding Player, National League. 3-2, there's a drive down the left field line towards the wall. Here comes something historic. It's a home run for Ronald Acuna, and it's home run number 40. Go to the bats, drills down the line. If it's fair, goodbye, off the pole, and tied at one. That's homers against San Diego again. Down the right field line, hooking, but it's fair. Ronald Acuna Jr. against Mookie Betts against Matt Olson. Those are your three finalists for outstanding player in the National League. Let's start AL because it's interesting and you have to keep in mind Shohei Otani just as a position player changes things because that just puts him at DH. And mm -hmm. I think it levels the playing field a little bit more, which to me makes this voting process much more Corey debatable. Seager. Yeah? Corey Seager for me. Because Otani value lies in the pitching and the hitting. And Corey Seager, what he did for the Rangers and how he got them into the postseason and what his numbers – I know he missed some time with some injuries, as did Shohei. But for me, I know Shohei's probably going to win this. But for me, it's Corey Seager because he got his team to the postseason, hit second the whole year, uh, plays shortstop. Uh, to me, it's – I know I'm going to get killed, but – No, you're not. I, I think I, I think because it's only hitting – Because it's only hitting for case. me – it's Corey Seager. And, and also just a note on Yandy Diaz. Glass time's coming on. He'll talk about his teammate Yandy too in the big season that he had. But no, I don't I don't think it's wrong at all to throw Corey Seager's name out there when you're just talking about position player side. Also, he fields. Shohei Otani is just a DH for an award. He plays like shortstop too, which is a big deal. Right. Seager, yep. I think depending on how the paper that they hand to the players to like fill this out, if outstanding, if outstanding player is first and you see Shohei's name, you're like automatic Shohei. And I think so. I think some players are going to just choose it as, oh, he's an outstanding player. And then you get down farther on the paper and go, oh, wait a minute. Shohei's not a pitcher. And if they don't take time to vote this, they may get it wrong and choose Shohei. But I completely agree with AJ. It is Corey Seager. This guy, what he did, he should be the AL MVP if – Shohei didn't end up pitching also. So there's that. And then for nationally, you got Mookie, Olsen, and Acuna. And for this one, it's more of your classic Mookie versus Acuna debate. I mean, how can, but how can you go wrong with any of these three? But, yeah, I think Acuna's going to win Yeah, because of the stolen base factor. But, it, you know, listen, <laughs> pick one. Any of those three are great choices. Acuna's probably going to win just because he, he did something historic, right? How does Shohei Otani not win the MVP last year? Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs, something historic. How does Mookie Betts not win the MVP this year? Because any other year he wins the MVP. Ronald Acuna went 40-70 for the first time in history. Are those the top three in the MVP voting? Are you saying Freddie is on the Freddie outside? Freddie Freeman? I'm asking, are those the finalists for MVP voting? Do you have other names besides Freddie? Or you're saying because we narrow it down to finalists in three, you're going to leave one out, and you might have said the same thing if Freddie was on there and Olsen was left off. Thank Am you. Am I accurate? You're yeah. you're straight on accurate. You know, it, it made me, my mind my mind's thinking 
because Freddie's done it so often. Maybe the players didn't quite, and I'm sure he got some votes, but maybe the players are like, whoa, Olsen, what he did, that was crazy. He was really doing it. And, you know, it's like Freddie's like, oh, my bad. I've just been hitting 330 my whole career. And you guys are just used to this. So this is kind of mid for my career. Not saying neither one of them should be left off of there, but somebody's going to be left off in MVP voting too. Yep. Marvin Miller, man of the year. We have three finalists, current big leaguers, and let's run that list for you. Finalists, Marvin Miller, man of the year award. So here we go. In the air, right field. Way back. That's driven deep to left by Lindor. Back toward the wall goes Pache, and it's out of here. One-two pitch, and that ball's smart. Deep out to center, and down is back. That is gone! So Ian Happ, Francisco Lindor, and Marcus Simeon on the list for Marvin Miller, Man of the Year, which is given to the player for outstanding on-field performance and off-field contributions to his community. So... All three, follow, great. all three are great. All three are great on the field. I follow them around. I can't tell all, you. All three of them are great on the field. field. Yeah. All three of them are great off the field. I mean, again. It's Just like, for on the field, who's the best player this year out of that bunch? Simeon. You take? Simeon? Uh, you know what, though? Lindor had Lindor a Lindor had a year. sneaky good year this year. Yeah, he did. Very it, consistent. He did. because Just because the way this Mets season went, everyone's like, oh, Lindor had a bad year. You look at his numbers, he had a sneaky good year. And he played every day too, which is a big thing. Yes, and so they did both played. You know, so does Simeon. So yeah, I mean, Hap did too. I mean, listen, you're like nitpicking, you know. And this that's is, what we do. It's gonna come. Awards. It's gonna come down to who do they like the most. People are gonna be like, oh, they're gonna read because I've been I voted on these before. And Kratz, tell me if I'm wrong. You get to this award and you're like Marvin Miller, Man of the Year, and it lists all the things they do for charity, and you're like, okay, do, yeah, don't, yeah, yep. You skip over and you're like, okay, well. Which one of these guys do I like the most? Best. Check. <laughs> who's my, who's the nicest? Yep. Who's nice when I get to second base? Or I love when it. Ian Happ comes up to hit, does he say hi to me? So oh, you don't go check. to their baseball reference page and go, okay, 7.4 no. war for No, because this isn't about that. This Lindor. is about off the field stuff. Well, it's both. It's both. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's more for, for the players. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I'm giving you the players, players' side yes. of it. I look at this and I go, because you get a paper, you get like a paper, right? They give mm-hmm. you like this stack of papers to vote on these, and you're like, Okay, Mel, here because the other ones are fairly simple to figure out. Like, okay, who's the best player? Who's the best pitcher? Who's the best rookie? Who's yep. comeback? Whatever. And then you get to this one, and you're like, yeah, they were great in the community. Okay, we obviously all three of these guys were great in the community. They wouldn't be on this award list. And then you're like, okay, Lindor said hi to me, so check. Simeon was Simeon said, said hi, hi to me, me twice, so maybe I'll vote for him. Ian Happ wasn't very nice. No, just hypothetical. Ian Happ wasn't very nice. Okay, I'm gonna vote for Simeon because he said hi twice instead of once. Like it, it, it's literally well, that's a stat. How many? Times I mean, but I, 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 am I wrong, Kratz, on this? Like it's because all these guys do so much. They do do so much, and when you sit there and you go, you look at all the like charities and everything that they put time into, you're like, what am I doing? Exactly. I'm doing nothing. Right. It's, a good, kind of like, it's a good award to go in your face it's a great and say, award. hey, what are you doing? It's, what are you doing with your platform? It's like the Clemente Award. It's like like yes. Justin Turner won the Clemente Award last year. And you're like, you know, he has the cool thing on his hat, you know, and yeah. like Kershaw has it. And some of those guys, Wainwright had it. Like, and you're like, oh, these guys are doing way more than I am. And they're better than it's, me, too. How does how do they have all this time? 
This is that 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 is really something like you talk about all the awards and who's the best and who had the most numbers. Baseball reference. These are the kind of things that give you a long lasting reputation in the community you play in and in the world you live in. You know, sometimes it's it's uh, Latin players from Dominican or Venezuela and the stuff that they're doing there. And you're like, this this is what when you're done, because me and AJ are done. This is the kind of stuff that goes and is more long lasting than your baseball reference page. Outstanding pitcher, American League followed by National League, your three finalists for each side. Finalists, outstanding pitcher, American League. 2-2, and a swing and a miss. Three more strikeouts for Kyle Bradish. Swing and a miss. Monasterio down on strikes. Kind of a milestone for a pitcher. 200 strikeouts for the year. Strike three called. There it is. 13 strikeouts for Sonny Gray. A new career best. Kyle Bradish making the list for the Orioles. Garrett Cole, obviously strong candidate on this one. And Sonny Gray. Let's flip it to the National League, then we'll chat about all of them. National League. Swing and a miss. 11 strikeouts for Blake Snell, who's retired 10 in a row. Got him. A career high 11 strikeouts, Justin Steele. Swing and a miss. Zach Gallen with a season high dozen strikeouts. He has set down 12 in a row. Zach Allen versus Blake Snell versus Justin Steele, your three finalists for NL Outstanding Pitcher. Is this the easiest? These are the two easiest. It's easy, Snell right? and Cole. I mean, I mean, the other guys had great years. Right, I'm cool. glad. Let's move on. I'm glad Kyle Bradish <laughs> got some love, but I mean, it's it's Snell and Cole, and you know, as a, as a former player, when you did these, you're like, all right, who struck me out the most? Okay, it was those guys. All right, next. Who got me out the most? It was the toughest matchup. Okay, next. That's how you did it. Pretty much. So you wouldn't pick Cole if you, if let's say you this year went um, four for ten against Cole with two homers, but no, then I want him to win the up. award because then I'd be like, I, you know, I was four for ten off the player, the pitcher of the year. That that's con- a that's a conceited thing. Yeah. Well, Kratz does not do that. Yeah. Right. Kratz is go- like, I saw this guy pitch four times. I was gonna say I didn't go. Four for- <laughs> I saw him pitch four of his ten complete games. Maybe I could say that. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's Snell and the rest of the field. And I, th- I think, to me, this is Corbin Carroll land, where it's Snell and Garrett should both get – Garrett Cole should both get all the first-place votes. I think from there, though, there's a lot of second – you know, you can give – I love what Justin Steele did, and I think he should be second on, on the National League. I think there is a there's, – there, there's a steep drop-off from second and third place in the American League. I think I think Garrett is MLB pitcher of the year. How about that if that's an award? There you go. Yep. It is not, but player of the year is an award which I like. This is my favorite. Why? Because we have mm. the American League and the National League, but there's interleague play. I I like to look, I mean it's not like it's a different game. It's the same game. I like to look at the entire league as in all of MLB and pick one player of the year 
right? Because we do MVP on one side and the other. It's cool to compare all of them together. And that's what we're doing with this next list. Your finalists for player of the year can come from the American League or the National League, all encompassing what they've done on the field. So that includes pitching and hitting if you're Mr. Otani. And here's the list. Finalists, player of the year. He did it! A 40-70 season for Ronald Acuna Jr. Hit hard to right field. Mookie Betts lays it out and preserves the no-hitter. Swings and misses, strike three. It's the third strikeout of the inning. That is how the inning will end. Ninth strikeout tonight. Okay. Your player of the year finalists are Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Shohei Otani for the Players' Choice Awards. And the winner is going to be announced in a few weeks, but where are you leaning? It's going to be Shohei, but I want it to be Acuna. Okay. Why? Why do you want it to be Because Acuna? he had a historical year, and Shohei missed the last month. That's why. That's it. Acuna, 40-70s, team went to the playoffs. He, was a, he posted every day. He was the most exciting player in baseball when he was on the field. Shohei, Shohei's... Not doing historic things? No, he no, but again, like I said, Aaron Judge had 62 homers. The only way Shohei didn't win the MVP this year, Ronald Acuna did special things that have never happened before. He deserves to be given something for that accomplishment. So you would so you would you would vote for Ronald? Yes. Sorry. No, that's I mean obviously you'd think Shohei. I just don't know how anybody else wins the award if Shohei's doing what he's doing. Like, to me, this is – like, Shohei shouldn't have gotten top pitcher. He should not have gotten top hitter. But this is his award. I think what he's doing is obviously incredible. Not saying what Ronald did wasn't incredible, but it was – I mean, Ronald had a had a lower ERA than Shohei, so I guess he's got that. He's got Poor that Mookie. on Shohei. No, we, we don't even talk about Mookie. Mookie had a great year now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you suck, Mookie. <laughs> I'll throw you away to the side. Good try. Here's, here's your thumbs up, Mookie. Yeah, way yeah. to go, Mookie. Go bowl 300 game. Well, the problem is it's like, hey, Mookie, do you pitch? Do you steal seven? No, he plays second. Play short. I'm totally Play short. Yeah. The show. Play short he actually did things, and that's the point right there, that were so unique and actually benefited the team so much by, by moving positions because when you move around like that, then you enable your team to put the best possible player mm-hmm. In a different position, right? Mm-hmm. I bet Very he wins special. MVP. We gotta ask. We gotta ask Max or someone else, Lance, when he comes on next. I bet he wins MVP of the Dodgers. If the fa- if the players voted, you think he beats out Freddie for MVP yes. of the Dodgers? Yes. Yeah. And the writers don't the writers no doubt. vote on that so, too? sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's show the candidates because then we have our guest ready to go. So, AL finalists for the awards: comeback player, Liam Hendricks, Tyler Glass, now Ryan O'Hearn. Outstanding rookie, Gunnar Henderson, Josh Young, Tristan Casas. Outstanding pitcher, Garrett Cole, Sonny Gray, Kyle Bradish. Outstanding player, Corey Seager, Yandi Diaz, Shohei Otani. Let us know your thoughts on all of these. We'll see the winners announced on November 2nd. More info in a sec. National League, comeback player, Bryce Harper, Michael Conforto, or Cody Bellinger. Outstanding rookie, the three finalists, Spencer Steer, Kodai Senga, and Corbin Carroll. Outstanding pitcher is Justin Steele, Blake Snell, and Zach Gallen as your top three. And outstanding player has Mookie Betts, Matt Olson, and Ronald Acuna Jr. And then your Players' Choice Award finalists for three more here. Marvin Miller, Man of the Year. Francisco Lindor, 
Marcus Semyon, Ian Happ. For the Kirk Flood winner, it's Scott Sanderson or Phil Bradley. And the player of the year, which I think will be a really good debate, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., Shohei Otani. The winners will be announced on November 2nd on ESPN, followed by a Player's Choice Award special right here on the FT YouTube channel, right here on Foul Territory. We'll hear from all of the winners, and we'll have many interviews to follow, too, all about it. 